Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the July podcast. Well, July means middle of the year. Half a year is gone. We're in the summer season. What's going to happen to real estate? What's going to happen to interest rates? Well, those are all the things that everybody in the real estate business is speculating about, and we'll talk about those today. And uh, today, also, I want to... uh, address investing in real estate for the future. A lot of people ask me questions about that, but they're a little too scared to take a a jump because they're not sure if we're at the bottom of the market or not. So maybe I can give you a little bit of insight onto what's going on. But this is a really good time to kind of look back to to see how the year started. It started out kind of slow, as you'll remember, very quiet. In fact, it was slow all the way from about November of last year. And then that slow pace continued into January and February. But right around March, things started picking up. And it has been picking up steadily month after month after month. Now, remember in our last podcast, I said something to the effect of that it's really a seller's market when it comes to well-priced value properties, but it's a buyer's market overall. And in the latest numbers, June's numbers still show that to be so. There's still about 8,200 houses for sale. Uh, 2,239 went into escrow in June. 2,200 houses went into escrow. Is that a slow, weak market? No. You know, we had months where the sales were less than 1,000 not that long ago, and here we are to 2,200 houses going into escrow. I mean, we should be jumping up and down rejoicing at this, but I'm still hearing this doom and gloom. Uh, 1,798 closed escrow uh, in June, 2,200 went in, 1,798 closed. That means that there's about a 20% fallout rate. One out of every house, five houses that goes into escrow falls out of escrow for one reason or another. And hence, we're starting to see, particularly with REO properties, which re- means real estate owned, owned by banks, that they're, they want to make sure the person is really well qualified before they will accept their offer. And uh, why not? Almost 70% of all the houses that go into escrow and almost 70% of all houses that close escrow are bank-held repossessions. So that's a huge market. However, I've got to tell you that at the lower end of that market where everybody sees opportunity right now, there are four, five, six offers. I talked to a lady just the other day, nine offers uh, on her particular property. She says, don't even bother writing an offer. There's too many good ones. And so uh, that's that's the world that the people are facing who really see the opportunity in the market. They have to be very, very strong. In fact, uh, it seems that there's no negotiating going on. You just give it your best shot. Uh, for most properties that are very well priced and pretty decent shape, that means offering probably more than asking price in order to get the attention. And I'll tell you what, we had a transaction go uh, recently where the buyer paid all cash. And I'll tell you what, we won out over a better, stronger offer because we were offering cash and they weren't. And we were offering a 14-day close and they weren't. And so we won. So if you got some extra cash in your pocket, this would be an excellent the time to be buying real estate. And so things are still very good in real estate. I hope you can see that. Uh, It just depends on what it is that you are seeking. Let's talk about one aspect of real estate I think that a lot of people are concerned about, and that is, do you buy an investment property now? And uh, I got to say, some beautiful properties, which were being marketed in the 400s just a couple of years ago, are now in the 200s. And so it's very tempting to buy them. The question really is, 
why are you buying the property and for what purpose? Now, if you're buying the property for a long-term hold, then pretty much it's okay to pay the mid-200s because that's usually will put you in a pretty good neighborhood and in the long run you'll do just fine. But if you're buying the property for cash flow purposes, uh, to hold for a short time and maybe sell after a short time, then homes in the 200,000s don't pencil out. In fact, I just did a couple of numbers here. If you bought a house for $150,000, you put 20% down, it'll cost you somewhere around $1,200 a month to run that house. Uh, making the payment, the insurance, uh, I put have a little money there for maintenance. And guess what? That property might rent for $1,200, so it's a break even. So that tells me with 20% down, which we're talking about $30,000, on $150,000, that is probably the max that you can buy. I would recommend looking for something less than 150000 to try to get the property cash flow a little better. And you think, well, where am I going to find a $150,000 house? The answer is in Sacramento County. <laughs> you know, I, I just checked there's uh, 600, at least 600, $150,000 houses or less for sale in this county. Now, the downside to them is they are sometimes pretty rough. Holes in the walls. Uh, I've seen uh, some with uh, leaks in the ceiling, in the roof, causing the ceiling to collapse, you know, which is a water issue. There's lots of things, you know, and so hard, harder to finance, perhaps, because the, the property might be rough. But, you know, every now and then, there's a gem that comes on the market. I mean, a real gem, a pretty decent house. All you have to do is paint and maybe replace a carpet. Those are the ones that are getting the, <laughs> the six and seven offers. But, you know, that's a pretty good deal if you could, if you could get one of those. That that would work. You do the pencil, do the numbers, and you might actually come out ahead, a hundred or two hundred dollars a month for now. And as time goes on, rents will increase, money is cheaper, etc. That might be a pretty good investment. So something to think about. Here's one thing that a lot of people have been neglecting, and that's that sometimes multifamily dwellings have potential. When you take, uh, you know, we saw a duplex, hundred fifty thousand dollars for a duplex. When you take that, divide it by half. One for each unit, that means it's $75,000 per unit. Now, that's way under the $150,000 rule I talked about. That duplex might make sense. Uh, there's some triplexes and fourplexes. And, and, you know, if you have more money, an investment perhaps in a, in a small apartment building might be worthwhile. Now, things change after four units. The financing changes, down payment requirements change, the interest rates change. But it's just something to look at. Now, here, here's why. A lot of people are looking at this. Right now, the stock market has been not performing as people had hoped. And when they look at what they have their money invested in, they may be a bit in, imbalanced. They have a lot of money in companies, but very little in real estate. And buying an investment property might be a way to balance things so that you don't have all your eggs in one basket. One will do well, another one may not do well, but at least in the long run, you come out ahead. And a lot of people I know who bought property 20, 30, 40 years ago are so tickled at their purchase because now the return on their on their investment is so high. But they have to be patient with real estate. Real estate is not a two to five year thing. It's never meant to be. A real estate cycle is 10 years. So if you have a horizon in your thinking that you'll be holding onto this for 10, 15, 20 years, now you might be onto something. Long-term wealth, get rich slow, as I talk about on my website. That has made 
a lot of people very wealthy. It's the desperate need to make a profit in a short time that gets people into trouble. And that's what I'd like you to think about is how to get rich slow. There's a lot of money perhaps tied up in, in uh, an IRA account or some other kind of retirement account that you might have. And maybe it's not doing that much for you. I don't know if you're aware, but you can convert that possibly, potentially, to a self-directed, what they call a self-directed IRA. Self-directed IRA means that they do permit you to use your retirement money to purchase real estate. Now, not tricky real estate, very conservative real estate. I mean, 30% down, for example, and you would have to show that this is a long-term investment that will generate income and is not risky uh, to the person who's the custodian of your account. But that is beside the point. If you have some money and you're thinking, boy, I think real estate's going to go up in value, this might be something to consider. Now, if you don't know how to set up a self-directed IRA, all you have to do is uh, give us a call. We'll be happy to send you a brochure of one of these custodians, and you have to work it out with them. But obviously, if you'd like to, to do that, just give us a call, and we'd be happy to assist you in one way or another, uh, because we think real estate's a great long-term investment. And so if you're thinking of doing that for the long term, then uh, give us a call. Our telephone number is 682-6454, 682-6454. Aside from that, single-family homes right now, I think, have a grand potential. You know, some of the ones that are priced at 140000 are really, really great neighborhoods. Uh, I just saw one just the other day. It was a, a really nice home. It needed some work, though. I mean, it, it really did need some work. But what I'm referring to is it was the worst home in a really nice neighborhood. And as you drove around the neighborhood, people mowed their lawns. Everything looked fantastic, except for this one house. It was in pretty bad shape. So that's what I'm recommending to you, is perhaps uh, to look. Now, if you would like, we can set you up with our computer system to send you an email every time a property in that price range comes on the market in a particular part of town that you like. And then uh, it, most of the time it has a picture, but sometimes not enough pictures. What what you could do is as soon as it shows up on your email, as you get in your car and you, you drive around the neighborhood, see if you like it, look at the house, see if you like it, and then give us a call and we'll take you on the inside. And sooner or later, it'll become very obvious what a very good buy is. If you have the guts to offer more than their asking price, because it still is a very good buy in your opinion, uh, then that's the way we should proceed and slowly accumulate these houses. If they were worth $300,000 and now only worth uh, $150,000, would not there be a possibility that they might return to the $300,000 value someday in the future? Maybe maybe not this year, not next year. Uh, it might be five, it might be 10 years down the road, but you can see uh, an investment in long-term wealth or, or buying a house perhaps with the thought of um, giving it to your children. A lot of parents have done that. They, they buy the house, rent it out for a while, and when their children become of age and need their own property, they, you can sell it to the child for a very reasonable price. You can carry back financing to make things affordable for them. Uh, there's lots of ways to look at it, or you can help assist them in getting a, a well-priced loan so that they can afford the property and they can get started in real estate. What a great graduation present that would be. So it's just things to think about. 
If you have been considering doing something in real estate, the worst thing you can do is just sit around and hope and think, well, you know, someday maybe I'll do that. The best thing is to just to give us a call and see if we can get started. And what we'll do is we'll introduce you to a lender. We'll talk about what kind of loans are available uh, for sale or f at this time, what price ranges there are, what the payment would be. Uh, does it make economic sense for you uh, based on your overall picture? And then if it does, then we move forward. If it doesn't, we put into motion a one to two year plan maybe uh, so that your goals will be met. But that's our goal here at Home Rocket Real Estate, Colleen Jurowitz and I, to work diligently to give you the possibilities that you might need. And that's what we're offering to you today. So the real estate market in Sacramento is getting, starting to pick up. We're not out of the woods yet, of course. We know that there's a lot of foreclosures headed our way, but a lot of people have been waiting around for an opportunity. And I'm saying this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast in July. We hope you have a wonderful month. Summer activities, things are buzzing, the sun is shining. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Our telephone number, 916-682-6454 or David at findgreathomes.com. David at find, F-I-N-D, great, G-R-E-A-T, homes.com. Wish you a very good month and look forward to speaking to you in this podcast in August. Thank you again for listening and also setting up your computer so that you receive these on a regular basis. And please tell your friends. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.